0: Hello, I'm Passive J, and this is the other...
1: Hey, Jay, how's it going today?
0: Damn it, one moment. <laughs> All right, it is going excellent, sir. How are you doing today? Doing well. Well, well, well. So here we are on the third episode of the other ground live um we don't have any guests lined up which is good because this is still a new podcast and we really need to get our feet underneath us and figure out what we're doing
1: hey sounds good to me i mean we've missed a few things i think yesterday um obviously we had a great guest one thing we did miss
0: is hey kenny rogers died right oh jesus yeah uh which uh, all of it i don't really care all that much about but i mean he he is a, a music legend so we should probably acknowledge that
1: so what's your favorite kenny rogers song
0: uh i only think i know the gambler and and the gambler so <laughs> that gets down on my choices quite a bit
1: you know sadly i'm in the same place i think the only thing i really remember outside of that was the side of, was the uh episode of seinfeld with the kenny rogers roasters But past that i i guess i'm just not a very well-versed uh listener of music
0: well, yeah, it, it's country, and that's kind of like the genre that I know the least about. Um, I don't have anything against country; it's not like it's offensive music or anything. It's just to me, it's a little too simplistic. Uh, don't come at me, country. Don't come at me, country fans. Uh, but it, you know, uh, I don't have any problems with the guy. I, you know, I don't wake up in the morning going, "God damn you, Kenny Rogers."
1: The only thing I'm sad of is this probably means no more Kenny Rogers roasters, and I always wanted to try the chicken. So
0: is that, has that been a thing for like ever, I mean, I've, I've never actually seen one. I was just, I've just heard, heard about the restaurants. I don't know if they've been around for, you know, if they're still around or anything like that. I assume they still existed, but Hey, maybe not. Yeah. Well, you know, they've many, many restaurants have gone along the wayside. Uh, many of it, you know, like when was the last time you heard of it, seen a, uh, was it a top chef? I think it was called. I've never even heard of it. I've heard of the TV show top chef. No. what am I thinking of it? W- it was like a Burger King clone.
1: It may just be a regional thing. I I've uh, never heard of that one.
0: God, no. I know it's. Oh well, it'll come. It'll come to me after the show's over. Uh, you, What about you? Any uh, restaurants that you miss that are aren't around anymore?
1: You know, not that I can specifically think of. Uh, How about?
0: Uh, have you ever been to Bonanza? Bonanza. Yeah, no, again, something I've heard of a no. TV show,
1: but like oh, well, no, that, that messing up
0: d- food in TV shows. No, that one is definitely, or is it a Ponderosa? I think a Ponderosa and a Bonanza are both different restaurants, but I think they had similar uh, themes. Uh, they had like uh, like cheap steaks and like, uh, like a salad bar with uh, uh, ice cream stations and things like that. Uh, yeah, it is Ponderosa. Thank you, sir.
1: Huh, I guess I'm not very cultured.
0: Excuse me, I had to turn off my mic to cough. I think I've got the coronavirus.
1: If you do, like, no dying here. We're only three episodes in. I would like to get canceled by, you know, the powers that be, rather than, you know, you croak. <laughs>
0: by the, rather than the powers that be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I've just got shitty lungs. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. All right, well, I do see we have, uh, people uh, talking on the chat. You guys got anything you want us to talk about guys in particular? So I think while we're waiting, did
1: you see, uh, speaking of Corona and people, you know, catching that, uh, good friend Harvey Weinstein seems to have the Corona.
0: Really? No, I had not seen that. Uh, I wonder what, what the odds are that that's actually true. Because uh, throughout his entire thing, he seems to have been faking shit to try to get pity or like better conditions.
1: Well, this sounds like this is actually pushing him off into isolation. So I think I think my thought here not to be the conspiracy guy. But like, are we getting to a point where Weinstein ends up like Epstein and, you know, passes away
0: prematurely? Hmm. Um, only no, because it sounds like whatever uh, town foolery he was up to, it was stuff like he, I don't know where well, you think they're going to get him because uh, you think they're, they're you know, well, obviously what he was doing, he's not the only one that was doing it. Uh, so uh, you think they're worried he's going to name other people that were had similar practices? I mean, this is slightly hey, different than the pedophilia ring, really.
1: It is, but it's another big name pedophilia. in jail, all of a sudden in isolation. You know, we'll see. Oh, yeah.
0: You never know. I mean, you know, uh, uh, it's already been proven that, you know, no one's big enough not to take a fall. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: I guess we'll have to follow this one. We'll see if he if he gets sick and, and pulls out of it or not. I mean, regardless, the guy's old. He's probably going to die in jail regardless.
0: Oh, almost definitely. I mean, would they give him like 25 years?
1: Ah, something like that. And he's what, like 70 years old?
0: Yeah. And not, and not a healthy looking 70 either. I mean, you know, faking health problems aside, he does not look like he's like doing well regardless. I
1: don't think he was a healthy looking 40 year old. So right, age. Right. yeah, he well, it,
0: it's all self-inflicted. I mean, that's an entire life of, you know, fine meals and no exercise and doing horrible things to beautiful women. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's Harvey. <laughs> what else do we
0: got going on today? Oh, let's see. Well, why don't we take a look at the OG and see what they have on uh, tap for threads going on at the moment, besides the uh, the debate about whether or not this should be the official OG podcast and whether there should be multiple ones and whether I'm a horrible person because I decided just to go for it and do a podcast.
1: I mean, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm a piece of shit. I don't know. I'll fully admit that.
0: Well, I try to be a good person. I really do. I mean, I, I know a lot of people have a low opinion of me, uh, but honestly, I'm not trying to be a bad person. I try to be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's, that's everybody. Very few people are the villain of their own story. Yeah. You know, most people think yeah, they're doing that. They're a good guy and they're doing the right thing. I would at least assume so. Very few people are intentionally trying to be horrible people.
1: Well, I don't think people are intentionally trying to be horrible. I think probably the, you know, the average Joe isn't as great as he thinks he is. And I think that's where most of us are at.
0: Right. Right. On the other hand, there are a couple people on the OG that I'm pretty sure are, that are intentionally trying to be horrible people.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's the internet, right? Have you <laughs> ever looked at the YouTube's common section, like the OG or saints compared to that?
0: Oh yeah. It, it is not unique to our forum. Uh, people are dicks all over the world. And the more removed they are from a face to face confrontation, the more of a dick they are
1: absolutely hey look it looks like uh ram paul also coronavirus
0: no oh yeah i heard that right that one uh i don't follow politics a lot but that made a lot of people pretty happy apparently
1: <laughs> see that's the that's the thing that you got to kind of worry about though right like if you look at our congress as it is like they're generally what like 60 70 years old like if that thing starts to spread we're looking at a reset
0: yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that's nature's way of saying we need term limits, huh?
1: Hey, I've always thought this, right? Like, I even beyond term limits, there should be a maximum age for Congress. Once you get to the point where you're actively dying, I don't think you should be running the world.
0: Right, give them a little health test, mental, you know, uh, mental and physical every year.
1: That and just cap it. Like cap it at 60, 65 years old. We already know. I mean, it's scientifically proven by that age. You're starting to decline. Like, there's no sense that we have these 70 and 80 year olds making decisions for the rest of the country when I'm not even sure they can dress themselves in the morning.
0: Yeah, but I think that, well, that would be way low. I mean, yes, granted, they might be starting to decline after 65, but I know a lot of people in the 65 to 90 range that are pretty sharp that I would trust, you know, with important things every day
1: you have more faith than I do, sir.
0: <laughs> well, I probably associate with a lot more old people than you do. Um, now I'm not saying this is the average person, but you know, there are old, like I knew someone who was 92, 93 that played tennis every day. I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't play it very fast, but he was playing it, you know, and complete uh, control, uh, complete control of his mental facilities, you know, just a really old dude. Other than that, you know, perfectly fine.
1: I guess it is an individual thing. But if you look at our, like, if you ever watch C-SPAN, which I don't recommend anyone ever doing, you listen to half these people talk. You can tell upstairs the the hamster's slowing down.
0: Oh, I totally agree that there needs to be some sort of testing. You know, these people are in control of like, you know, hundreds of millions of people's future. Uh, They can go ahead and sit down and take a test once a year to make sure they haven't lost their shit.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm for that. I think everyone's for that.
0: Right, right. I mean, crap. I mean, I oh. want them to test seniors harder for a driver's license, Much less control of the nation.
1: Oh God, yeah. Don't get me started on driving. That's terrible. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you know, and the horrible pro- problem with driving is, as bad as seniors are, their only problem is like lack of intention. They're not. They're very rarely intentionally bad drivers. Talking once again well. about intentionally doing horrible things.
1: Yeah. And it depends on where you're at. So I have a a buddy from work that just moved down to uh, Florida and he's actually just going fully remote there. His daughter just graduated college and he was going and he was going to go ahead and update his license for Florida. He went in, um, he had to do the vision test and he was doing it at the same time as this 96 year old and the 96 year old could not read a single letter and still walked out of that DMV with a license before he did.
0: Oh Jesus. Yeah. I mean, you hear it every day about, you know, uh, some senior citizen uh, mistaking the uh, uh, gas pedal for the brake pedal and going and shooting through some building. I mean, yeah, I drive around for a while and look and look and see how many uh, um, commercial businesses have those concrete poles in front of the doors. Uh, now, if you're in the middle of the ghetto that they're probably there for one reason, but if you're like in a nice neighborhood, they're there for a completely different reason.
1: Right. And I I think it's split now. It's either the elderly, not knowing how to drive kids on their phones. Like it's, it's something else out there.
0: Oh yeah. Well, one of the crimes that I see all the time driving related, and uh, this one's horrible is the uh, people that will go steal a truck, ram it through uh, the front door of a party store. I don't know if they call it. Party stores in your area, Uh, like a little store where they sell, you know, uh, chips and pop and booze and, you know, beer and liquor and things like that. Um, and they'll they'll drive the truck right through it a stolen truck then run in there hook a chain up to the ATM that's inside the uh store yank it out with the stolen truck and drive away
1: yeah I don't think that happens a lot up here I, I oh, think that it, might be uh I think that it, it, might be your partial Detroit mission
0: you think that's a Detroit thing yeah because I wondered if it happens in a lot of big cities because Detroit is it does have bad crime but it, you know it's So does every big CD. I just wondered if that was a uniquely Detroit crime because it reached, because, you know, that's the sort of crime you're not. uh, Sorry, let me collect my thoughts for a second because it pisses me (laughs) off so much. You're not stealing that much money. They don't keep it more than like two or four or $500 in those ATMs. Anyways, Uh, you're doing like tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage. to That person's building. Uh, and plus they'll probably normally grab whatever high end liquor and stuff, you know, that's in the store while they're stealing the ATM as well. Uh, and you're doing your community a disservice because all these party stores are just going to stop having fucking ATMs in their stores. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, and can they even open the damn thing?
0: Oh yeah. Well, well they just drag it away and you know, in their stolen truck someplace hidden and work, they could have, you know, if you have long enough work for a couple hours with a sledgehammer, it's going to come open eventually.
1: Yeah, that sounds just like way too much work. There's better ways to illegally make money.
0: Oh, yeah, but, you know, uh, five minutes driving a stolen truck into the front door, haul it out, and then over the course of an hour while you and your buddy are having beers, beat up a ATM. Some people find that fun in the first place and get your four or
1: $500. Well, the worst part about it, too, is it's not necessarily, like, a lot of people think of, like, stuff like that as almost, like, victimless, right? They're going to go out and they're going to rob a bank because banks have all the money. Rob an ATM because they're owned by the banks. Half of those aren't. Like, I know a, a good friend of mine uh, back when I used to live in Iowa, like, that's how he became a millionaire was ATMs.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. He had the foresight to go out, and the main places he had them is he went all, to all the strip clubs and he had ATMs in those.
0: Oh, he yeah. He yeah. sat
1: on his ass and just accumulated wealth.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like a different version of a vending machine, really.
1: Exactly. It's a vending yeah. machine for dollars, and throw that in a strip club, and you're set.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, And, you know, so in addition to robbing the ATM owner of the four or $500, then it, whatever it costs for the ATM, because he's not getting that back in any kind of working condition if he ever finds it again, then the thousands and thousands for dollars worth of damage to the store owner, you know, it's just... Uh, it's it just... I, I mean, I can um, I can understand people wanting to rob and stuff. I understand the motivation for that. But find a way to rob that doesn't, get, so where your $400 doesn't cost the rest of the world ten to $15,000. That just seems like shitty robbery math.
1: Yeah, I think it just goes back to the fact that stupid people are dumb, and most robbers are dumb.
0: Yeah, very true. <laughs> it's kind of dumb for me to try to apply logic to what uh, dumb people do. I'm uh, with you. I don't know. What you have any you, uh, uniquely dumb crimes in your area?
1: Not that I've seen. So maybe I'm just not paying enough attention, but I think part of it is so like I live in the suburbs, like I'm close to a larger city, but not anything near like the larger cities in the region. So I think I'm sheltered to a lot of these crazy things that you might see on a, on a daily basis.
0: Well, thank God I don't see them on a daily basis anymore. I, uh, Detroit's a really, really big city. Uh, I only live, uh, well, you've seen the movie, uh, eight mile before, correct? Absolutely. Okay. I live on 13 mile. So, it, so it makes us, and the, they are called mile roads cause they are one mile from each other. Uh, so it makes it sound like I'm not that far from Detroit and I'm only 13, only, uh, 13 miles from the actual border of Detroit, but I'm probably more like almost 30 from the actual downtown Detroit's very, very large geographically speaking. Um, so when someone says Detroit's, oh, it's a shitty area, uh, city, well, some parts of it, some, you know, large parts of it, but there are also large parts that are really awesome and they're not dangerous because Detroit's a big enough city that you can have awesome parts far away from the shitty parts.
1: So where does that, like, where's, where does that start to tip? Like what mile is it that it's like, this is a shithole and either side that you go, it starts to get better
0: from there. Eight mile, literally eight Eight. mile. That's what the mile is. There are one side of eight mile is Detroit and it's all strip clubs and, you know, uh, pawn shops and other businesses like that. The other side, depending on where you're at, it's places like uh, Ferndale, Hazel Park, or Royal Oak. Ferndale and Hazel Park have always been kind of sketchy until recently. Now they've taken up a pretty big upswing and Royal Oak's always been kind of a trendy hipster place. And once you get once you get past those border communities, then you get into like big money places like Birmingham and Franklin, uh, and and places like that. Were and Beverly Hills, we ha- we have a Beverly Hills, woo. Um, where now that they have the insulator city of like Ferndale or Hazel Park between them and Detroit, they feel comfortable spending three or four million dollars buying their house and shit like that. Gotcha. Right. So it goes shitty middle class middle class is. Is that a word? Um, and then rich people, really quick. I mean, uh, I work at a country club surrounded by multi-million-dollar homes, and I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm not going to tell you which mile road it's on because you could probably figure out what it is at that point. Um, but you know, and there's all, and there's a whole bunch of uh, country clubs in Oakland County uh, that are for like the upper rich people. Um, Uh, See, that's why I don't worry about people trying to figure out why I work that much, because there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I think it is seven country clubs within three miles of me of of where I work.
1: That sounds ridiculous in itself. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, how do that many golf courses like maintain in that small of an area In, in a place where you can't play year round?
0: You would think so, Uh, but there—you get remember—the auto industry created a lot of rich people, Um, and you know, and the auto industry has been long around long enough that it created generations of rich people, and some of them branched out into other things, and so you have lots of rich families around here. uh, Plus, the auto industry. Brought in high tech businesses of other natures. Uh, so there's all kinds of ridiculous high tech companies around here making money. Uh, like for example, if uh, Robotics is not too far from where I live, uh, shit, crap. Just you know, just the area where I live, we have the uh, Chrysler World headquarters. Uh, what used to be Volkswagen's world headquarters, but they moved it. Now it's like their customer service headquarters. When I say their world headquarters, I mean I mean their United States headquarters. Obviously, uh, just a ton of different auto supplier type high tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of money in Michigan. I, it's not all Detroit and and the Upper Peninsula.
1: Yeah, interesting. I wasn't sure how much that had kind of kind of rebounded because I know that that area was hit pretty hard by by the last bubble burst.
0: Um, it depends. Uh, it, it was bad in certain areas. I know like the, one of the, uh, most, uh, high end country clubs in the, uh, area cut their, um, <clears throat> excuse me, cut their fees quite a bit for the initia- initiation fees for, for people to get in. Uh, my club did not, uh, a lot of that's because my club is a lot older money, so, which wasn't that affected by the, uh, downturn quite as much as some other uh, clubs were. Ah,
1: makes sense. Makes sense.
0: Right on. Right on. Right on. Uh, a completely
1: uh, unrelated uh-huh. topic. Yes, sir. Pat Militich, how do you feel about conspiracies now?
0: Um, you know, I see. He told me what about conspiracy theories, but there's so many of them. Uh, I'm more than willing to talk about it. I just didn't want to make a fool of myself since I'd never really researched any of that stuff. I mean, he he could have brought a, a specific one that he wanted to talk about, and I'd be more than willing to jump in, uh, given that you know that they don't. He doesn't hold my ignorance against me, uh, but conspiracy. Uh, I wanted to tell him about a, a joke a stand-up comic I uh, listened to told about conspiracy theories. He, uh, a guy named Ron Funches, he was talking about how much he loves conspiracy theories and he hates people that don't like conspiracy theories. Because he, he thinks they're ridiculous. He goes, "You don't, you don't believe in any conspiracy theories. You, you, you really think the government is telling us the truth 100 percent of the time?" He goes. Let me tell you something. The government is in control of hundreds of millions of people. I am in control of one 13 year old boy, and I lie to him all the time. <laughs> so it was, it was. So I can understand, you know, why why people are into conspiracy theories because you know that that joke is completely accurate. I don't really. I mean, I can't. Don't pin me down on any one conspiracy theory, but I can totally get behind the government not telling us the truth all the time.
1: Yeah, I think that's a thing. I. I wouldn't necessarily go as far as some of the people, obviously on the OG or even Pat in some instances, but yeah, there are definitely things out there that we do not know what we don't know. Right. <laughs> and, and I think really it's kind of just a, it's really almost a spectrum, right? Like you have people that believe all the crazy shit, like Sandy hook didn't happen. Those people are morons. Right. Yeah, you have yeah. People just questioning like what the government's doing. That makes more sense. I think a lot of it boils down to the fact that most of us are dumber than we think we are.
0: Right. <laughs> See, I know I'm pretty dumb, and some of the conspiracy theories I can like. If you say we didn't go to the moon, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, I realize that you know some people think that, but I totally, but you know, I don't even. That's one conspiracy theory I don't even want to argue about. Um, or another one that I don't really want to argue about is uh, contrails. I have a friend who believes in contrails. I'm like, uh, really? Okay, I'm not going to argue about it because, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but uh, let's just go ahead and move on from there. <laughs> do you, what about you? Do, you? do you have any things that you consider a conspiracy theory that you believe are true?
1: Not necessarily. I think only things that, that make logical sense. So, like, if you want to talk Epstein, right? Like, I absolutely don't think he killed himself. This Weinstein thing that's popping up, you know, who knows what's going to go on there, but, like, the large-scale, like, conspiracy ideas I think generally they're full of shit there's probably a sliver of truth though so I think it's almost like the National Enquirer kind of you know idea of here's a bunch of absolutely batshit crazy ideas and there's a little sliver of truth in each of them I think we're kind of seeing that now right like we have all of these people realizing how disconnected from reality they are like you were just talking yesterday you have a gun you don't even really know how to use it like i'm sure physically you know how to use it but you don't go out to the range monthly or anything like that right right we have people out there right so we have a bunch of people out there hoarding tel- toilet paper and hand sanitizer and it just shows you how detached we really are like if people actually knew how life worked they'd be out there hoarding you know canned food and they would be stocking up on like Tylenol and Advil and Theraflu, things like that. But instead we have idiots with a trunk full of Charmin.
0: Yeah. 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 And actually that's exactly what I did. Uh, I, as I mentioned to Pat, I don't believe in stocking up on multiple mul- months worth of food. I think if things go that bad, I'm going to have bigger worries than food, but I did get about a month's worth of stuff just in case, uh, you know, some aspirin and Tylenol, a whole bunch of like, uh, instant oatmeal, instant uh, potatoes, lots of stuff you could just add water to. Um, you know, some canned goods. I'd say probably about a month, enough uh, food for about a month's worth. But I don't see any point in much more than that. that. That fits into a tote. If things get really shitty, I can throw it into my car and run away. Um, I bought uh, one of those little life straw things, you know, for an emergency. Uh, my wife's a little more serious about whatever, what's going on than I am. She's felt She's been filling water bottles and stuff.
1: <laughs> and some of that makes sense. Like, some of that stuff you should probably have in your car anyway. Like, there's a lot of... Uh... There's a lot of good people out there when you like look through YouTube and things like that as far as like actual just preparedness. That doesn't go off the cliff of being a prepper. Right, like you should right. have a bag with like a way to you know filter water. Like you should have, you know, like blankets, crap like that. You should have a tourniquet. Like there's things that you just should have that you probably will never need. But I can tell you for a fact, you're never going to need 700 rolls of toilet paper.
0: Right, exactly. Cuz if nothing else, as long as there's water on, you've got a shower, man. You know, just jump in the shower after you're done. Jesus.
2: Or a just ingenuity, do, you know,
1: just just do the gentlemanly thing to do and buy a bidet.
0: Yeah, I have a bidet, although it's uh, down right now. My wife uh uh it, we hadn't been using it much cuz it developed a little leak and I'm not very much in the way of a plumber. Um but we but we still use it for emergencies and just you grabbed a paper towel and you know got the guy took care of the leak water. Uh but she changed uh toilet seats on me and it didn't really fit with the new one, so it's off to the side, uh, which I'm not happy with at all. I'm also, not happy with the toilet seat. She bought a really cheap one, <laughs> and it's not secured very well, so it moves a little bit back and forth. And I did everything I can to try to secure it better. And no matter what you do, if you if you wiggle around, it'll slide back and forth, which is very disconcerting at three in the morning when you're sitting there trying to take, you know, a half asleep poop, and you feel like you're about to fall off the toilet.
1: Yeah, sounds like you might need to put your foot down there.
0: I you I did try to put my foot down. And I, I almost yeah. fell off. <laughs> Uh, I let her do what she wants. I've told her before. I go, it's your house. She Can we do this? I'm like, it's your house. Well, no, it's your house. I go, no, it's your house. Trust me. (laughs) I just live here now. That's how it works. Once you get married is if you think about it that way, it's life just so much easier.
1: And yes. And no, there's a few things you just, you don't bend over on. And I think, you know, being able
0: to shit comfortably is one of those. Oh, I, oh, there is a change coming, but I'm not going to get upset about it or anything. Just the next time I'm a, that I'm not afraid to go to the store, I'll be buying a new toilet seat. Uh, but I'm not going to get mad at she, you know, she tried to save money by buying an inexpensive one. Right, Some things right. you just can't skimp on, it, I suppose. Well, you know, she's pretty easy to get along with, and she puts up with a lot of my shit. So, you know, I try not to get too upset about the little things.
1: Yeah, it did make sense.
0: Happy yeah. wife, happy life. That's what they say, right? there you go all right looks like the chat box is going along steady um does anybody actually want to call in you got something you want to talk about i mean you you can just call in and say fuck the og oh crap oh shit shit we have an og legend calling in folks hold on a second two og legends and you know what i'm going to put them on and just let them sit back and talk one second Welcome, Charles Barkley, and the Bear Stare. Glad to have you on Bear Stare. How are you doing?
3: The bear. Yeah.
0: Okay. Keep in mind, folks, when you call in, uh, you can't really have speakerphone or anything like that going because it will create echoes and backfeed. So you got to be careful of that. So, you guys have anything you actually want to tell us, rather than... Uh... Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty strong statement. I hey, calm down. Na- hey, calm down. Calm down. We'll give you time to speak. <laughs> Charles, do you got anything to say
3: about this? No, I was just listening. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, okay. I think I think that's enough of Mr. Bear Stare. Uh, we really appreciate you calling in, sir. Uh, you have yourself an excellent night. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bearstare.
1: All right, that was something, huh?
0: All right, Charles, before we take our next caller, did you actually want to uh, – anything you want to tell us? You-
3: um, I was going to talk about the – how's my audio? Is it okay? You're fine, sir. I was going to dis- – first off, Jay, you have a lovely voice, very mellifluous, right? It's soothing. Well, thank you, sir. Ryan, can I call you Ryan?
1: You can call me whatever you want.
3: You're doing a bang-up job. Keep up the good work. So I was going to talk about the origin of the I wild each it" comment.
0: Oh, yes, That's, sir. Yeah, That's we world famous. It. Go for it.
3: Yeah. So here's what happened. This is the, the truth. So I've been asked probably 50 times what it was, what it meant, but I've always just played coy, right? So here's what happened. Um, my original screen name, I was an OG original. My original screen name, I lost my password, so I created a new account, which is against the terms of service, but please don't tell the top men because they may hold it against me. So I created a new screen name with a different email, and it was Charles Barkley. So I had, at the time, an English bulldog named Charles, and I referred to him as Charles Barkley. And it was shortly after the app was created, and I just... Uh, it was, a, it was a autocorrect gone wrong. And the thread was about whether or not uh, women's beach volleyball would be played without bikinis, right, in full bathing suits. And I said that I would watch that because that means that they're naked, right? But what came from that was, I wild each it, that meets they're naked. And within minutes, that thread caught fire and... An OG legend was born. So a few things happened, right? Um, Shortly thereafter, people started asking me what it was, what it meant, and I didn't want to ruin a good thing, so I never really clarified it. And I would say maybe a year or two later, I was hosting a fight night at my house with a group of friends, right? And it was Anderson Silva. <laughs> it was Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman One. Now, if you guys recall, Anderson Silva had been on a bit of a tear at the time, right? Years. Oh, yeah. Of being yeah. undefeated, right? Greatest of all time uh, before the Boner Pills. So um, I was hosting a fight night, and I see as Anderson's walking out behind him, a giant head of Charles Barkley, and a sign that said, I will leech it and I lost my fucking mind, right? <laughs> so um, and I, c- I couldn't explain to my, my friends like, what, what the, like why that was, a, it, you know what I mean? Like So it's like in my mind, I'm losing my fucking mind, but I can't really explain like what, why that's important. I'm like, you guys, wow, that's, that, that blows my mind. So legend has it that Anderson Silva was actually trying to figure out what that sign meant when he got caught with the uh, right hand that ended his legacy. So So what you're
1: saying is is you ruined a UFC Hall of Famer's career.
3: It was a combination of myself and Hockey, I think. Hockey Balboa, (laughs) who was the one that actually brought brought the sign.
0: Who still deserves his gold name and never got it.
3: Yeah, so both of us were actually trying – trying to get gold names. Or actually the OG had sort of came together in an attempt to get hockey and I gold names, but uh mm-hmm. top men, I think, just ended up putting ads on the website and just fucking ruining the app instead of getting us gold names. But well, anyways, they're so on that's the it. I've story. Heard they're on it, So don't worry about it. It's kind of <laughs> Yeah. 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 Top men. I'm sure. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make everything better. Which by the way, please, I don't know if you guys are intentionally avoiding that topic. Um, but if you would please address that in the thread, you've got the, the top men who are trying to sort of take over your podcast, I've noticed. Personally, I think that you guys are doing a bang-up job. I hope that you continue to do a good job, right? Pat Miletic was was awesome yesterday. Um, but would you two please address the elephant in the room as far as the arguments on the OG? You have an og or I think by the name of Fighting, who is claiming that he – should get credit for the podcast or he wanted to, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of drama going on and a thread. And I really want you guys to talk about it.
0: Okay. We can do that. You, you probably start with there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Go, yeah you go so
0: ahead and start with that. I'm going to let out my dog while you're starting.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to so step. I th- I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm going to step off. I, I just want to hear the answer. So
1: awesome. Well, we appreciate you calling in. We'll definitely Thanks, uh, try to get a time where we can get you and hockey at the
3: same time. Anytime. Just say the word. Happy happy to listen. Awesome. Thanks, brother.
1: All right. So we want to talk about the thread that's out there and fighting. Um, So I think one thing that helps. So if you think about how angrily this fighting guy is typing, I think if you really just kind of read all of his posts in a Cartman voice, it doesn't come off as badly. Like, I think he's just a little frustrated. Probably haven't seen the sun in a while. Um, but I think he wanted to be the, the OG savior without really doing any work. So we'll see how that all kind of, uh, how that all hashes out. But I think uh, to the topic itself, like, yeah, I don't think, you know, Chris and Kirik, you know, kind of taking over. I don't think that'll necessarily be a thing. Um, I don't want to necessarily speak for Jay, but the way I see it is, hey, we'll do our thing. If they want to host it and get it out to more people, hey, that's great. But if you start telling me what I have to do, like I'm lazy enough as is that I will just let it go.
0: Sorry about that guys. What did I miss? (laughs) Yeah, that's very professional. Excuse me guys. I have to go let my dog out.
1: (laughs) Oh, we were just talking about uh, fighting and uh, the whole, the whole thread by Chris. So, so what are your thoughts?
0: You know, um, first off, obviously fighting is not a fan of me personally. So I think that colors his attitude a little bit. Uh, I can understand where he's coming from. He, you know, he, nobody, you know, is the official podcast. Really. It's just, you know, someone came up with the idea of having an OG podcast. And then Chris said, he thought it'd be a good idea. So I got the process going. Uh, He never, Chris never said it was specifically going to be for me, my, our podcast. But, you know, he, after I posted that, I was going to start doing it and he never, or Kirk never posted not to. So I figured it was cool. You know, uh, apparently he wanted to wait until they gave official permission. Uh, Give me one second. (laughs) Sorry, out of breath. I had to run. Um, But so and that's the only difference between between us and him is once I posted, I thought it would be a good idea. And Chris and Kirk didn't say, no, I ran with it. He sat around. He sent the messages trying to get them to, you know, uh, make it his the official podcast. Um, Nothing saying he can't make his own. And they already said that, you know, they're, they'll have multiple podcasts. So I don't really see how it's an issue one way or another.
1: I'm with you, and I always figure it's way easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. So why not just do the damn thing while people are ask the, asking for it? As opposed to taking a month, planning, putting things together, and then have it disappear after a week because nobody gives a shit anymore.
0: And, you know, he's he's all upset because he thinks I just ran without asking permission. I sent Kirk a text message to ask him about it. You know, uh, I have his uh, phone number. So it's not like I just ran willy-nilly with it or something.
1: Oh, so what you're really saying is you have a direct line to the top men. Yeah. Markley so does not have a gold name. This is, is expressly your fault.
0: On the other hand, he didn't respond to my text message. So I don't know how much of a, a line that really is. But he didn't say no, he didn't say no was the point. So that's why I decided to go for it. Right. So we, so that's my opinion on it. I mean, as to whether or not, you know, the OG should be officially with it, we are using their name. Uh, So if they want to like use our podcast to put on some sort of stream or something like that, well, you know, uh, that's their right. Uh, I am, I am using them for publicity and to get the podcast started. It's, you know. If I just tried to do this without the OG, we wouldn't have any listeners.
1: Yeah, and I think I kind of echoed that uh, when you were sprinting to let a dog out and destroying your uh, lungs that are left. I think I'm in the same place, right? Like if they want to take this, publish it out, get it to more people, hey, all the best. I just don't want to be in the situation where all of a sudden we're told what we have to do because, you know, that just doesn't go along with anything about the OG and what it stands for.
0: Right. And it doesn't sound like they want to do that, Chris. You know, because I on that thread, I told him I was like, hey, you know, we just ran with this. If that's not something you want, you know, let's know we can change the name. I was not going to stop doing the podcast, but I could stop calling it the other ground live if they weren't happy with it. He said he didn't want me to stop in the least bit. So he gave us his blessings. So here we are.
1: Yeah, in that, in that regard, he's one of us. It sounds like he's lazy as shit as far as doing anything productive, so I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> but, you know, uh, it, it's a non-issue. You know, uh, Go ahead and fight and go ahead and make a, a podcast, uh, throw it on the OG, and, you know, if, if it's good, people will listen to it. It's not going to hurt me one way or another. There are enough people for more than one podcast. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, what else do you guys want us to talk about? Anyone else want to call in? Um, any other topics? you guys going to make us do all the work? Yeah, apparently so. I think so. While,
1: we're waiting for the, uh, while we're waiting for the test to go through, let's see what else we might have out here. Um, actually, here's a, here's a news story uh, that came through, kind of, I think it was yesterday, again, about coronavirus, because everything is. But I think this one kind of ties back to the OG and one of the bigger threads we've ever had. Uh, but did you hear that GameStop has decided that they are
0: essential retail and will not shut down? Well, they are essential retail. Who else is going to buy my game for $4?
1: Well, there's also the other side of this, right? Like, so no one's supposed to be in a group more than 10 people. And I can say in the last decade, I've probably not seen more than 10 people total in
0: GameStops. Oh, God. I know it's been dead. God, I'm trying to think of it. I did. uh, I did a uh, one of those midnight, uh, you know, release things. I'm trying to remember what game it was. Yeah, you know, I have I can't even remember. It's probably a caller not a Call of Duty thing like that, probably a Battlefield game. But it has to have been more than ten years ago, maybe fifteen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the last one I did was one of the Maddens. I think it was right after maybe the Xbox 360 launched. So this is yeah, this is well over a decade ago. And the only thing I can remember about that experience is how horrible everyone smelled. So I think that's kind of the, the GameStop experience in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Plus, most of them are really small stores. So, yeah, you you pack like 20 or 30 people in there for a game release. and it gets unpleasant really quick. Uh, Have you been in one recently, though, like within the last five years? Oh, God, no. No, I
1: value my sanity. uh, So I'd rather not go in there and have them try to, you know, pre-sell, you know, 30 games on me. If I'm going to play video games and I don't have a lot of time to do that, like I'm just going to download it and deal with it that way. Because I think we all know at this point how much of a piece of shit that company is, as far as like to its employees and really to the customers. So I'm surprised they're still
0: open, really. Yeah, yeah. And uh, damn, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Uh, Well, I was gonna. The reason I asked you if you've been in there recently because they tried to diversify. Now, when you go in and there's go into a GameStop, they're selling T-shirts, they're selling, uh, you know, pops, you know, the uh, little figurines uh they're selling all kinds of crazy stuff mostly collectibles and they're trying to be hip and trendy with it uh unfortunately uh, like all their t-shirts are like meh kind of like hot topic if you uh, if hot topic fucked the GameStop, that's what the new GameStops look like
1: that sounds reprehensible
0: it pretty much is although if you collect like uh i'm drawing up like they're called pops right
1: Oh, the yeah. Funko things?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're Apparently, it's a good spot uh, to check for those if you collect them. Uh, but other than that, it's still, you know, games for $20. That should be like $5. Yeah,
1: I, I have no clue how
0: they're still in business. Well, Hopefully I they don't know. Though, so they they I, do I, offer I, a service. I mean, they, they're reprehensible because of how low that they give for games. Yeah. Uh, but for some people, like being able to buy used games for five, ten, and twenty dollars is, you know, uh, their only option. They can't really afford sixty bucks a pop for games. I know I've been in that position before, where I wanted to play a game, and I, I just couldn't afford sixty bucks, so I'd go rolling up there and see what they have for ten or twenty.
1: Well, I wonder how much places, you know, like you have like Craigslist and all those things out there. I wonder how much that's kind of also cannibalized what they do. Cause I think now if you have a bunch of used games, why not throw them on Craigslist for five bucks a piece, as opposed to going to GameStop, getting, you know, $8 total for your 20 games. Oh
0: yeah. And definitely. Then have someone
1: have to go in and spend 400 on those same.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, you know, cause there's so many options for selling things now, like, you know, Facebook marketplace, uh, a million different, uh, websites for it. Heck that, you know, heck, gets probably changed, uh, I want, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good question. I wonder how much that's affected pawn shops.
1: Yeah, That's another thing. I, I don't think I've been at a pawn shop in in ages.
0: I went I went rolling through pawn shops uh, last year when I had a gun I was trying to sell because, believe it or not, uh, pawn shops are not an unreasonable place to uh, uh, sell a gun because most of them have pretty good value. So a, gun, a pawn shop is still not going to give you good money for it, but they'll give you better money than some places. Yeah, you know, the, but they'll let me rephrase it. But they'll give you better money for a gun than they will for some things.
1: So, where you're at, where was one of the uh, was one of the pawn stores you went to? The one that had the uh, TV show. Have you ever been to that one?
0: Uh, y- yes, I have. I, but I went there way before years before they even started doing that show, and I haven't been back to that place since. Uh, uh, sure, he, sure. he the guy oh guy owns a couple of pawn shops, but they, they only had that uh, show out of one of them. So um, when you
1: did go, like obviously it was before kind of the boom of the TV show, but was it as much of a train wreck as they show?
0: No, it was just a regular pawn shop. I'm going to guess almost all pawn shops in the hood have probably get moments like that at some point or another. They just don't have a a camera catching all of them, you know, because it, it might you know it might take probably two weeks for them to get enough crazy things to make their one hour show, or not. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I like I said, I was only in there once, so. <laughs>
1: Well, and how much of that is scripted, like all of the reality TV that I've had any lens into has been very much not real.
0: Well, some things are kind of real, like your experience of reality TV. That's a real tattoo on you. Well,
1: that's a real tattoo, but everything else is fake. So like uh, the example, right, is on Ink Master. And I was on an episode of that. Like you'll see people getting a tattoo and they'll have headphones on. Those are not actually plugged into anything. So that's just pure product placement. Um, Each episode, it seems like they're going through like, you know, like two different days. It's all done in one day. You just come back the second day to vote. And then also like the judges are nowhere to be found, like 99% of the time. So it's all very, very weird compared to, to what you would see on TV. And Dave Navarro is a midget. (laughs)
0: but why would they have headphones plugged into nothing that's not like you know it'd be that difficult to actually give them something to plug it into Ah. jesus
1: no it's well that's the thing so it is literally product placement at the time i think there was were they still beats or were they monster i don't remember but yeah they would walk around and hey put these headphones on then they would get a shot and then you'd give them back and they'd walk away Cause they still want you to have the back and forth with the tattoo artist in case you, you know, you start to argue or something like that. So they don't want you to be like comfortable at all.
0: Oh, I get it. Okay. That makes sense in a weird TV sort of way. Um, so you were, so you were there for two days and
1: yeah, well really a day and a half. So the first day of shooting, we went in there, uh, I think our call time was around like eight in the morning. Um, they I think were doing their flash challenge at the time, then they shuffle us in to do the the skulls where they, you know, pair you to a tattoo artist, pretty much go directly from that to like I think you had like 15, 20 minutes to the artist for them to kind of sketch up what they were going to do, and then you move right into the tattoo. Um, you get some pictures of it, and then you go back in the next morning to do like the canvas jury.
0: Ah, interesting. And how long did your tattoo take altogether?
1: uh so mine did take right up until the six-hour limit.
0: And for anyone who hasn't uh, sat for a tattoo, six hours is a long time to sit for one.
1: yeah that's not that bad. So I went back and uh, another artist that was on the show. I went and got a tattoo on my calf, and that one I sat for. I uh, was just under eleven hours straight, and that I just did all in one day. So I was driving from you know, from partway into Connecticut down to like the Pennsylvania and New Jersey border. So
0: I didn't want to have to go do that in multiple sessions. It's not right. That right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Most of my, most of my sessions are in the two to three hour session. Anything over four, it gets a little rough for me.
1: Yeah. It's not necessarily fun, but Hey, it's a little bit of pain for a few hours and then you're good. All right.
0: All right, uh, let's see. What else do we got today? We're getting actually close to the end of the show. You guys got anything else you guys want us to cover? Um, Bear Stare tried to call back in (laughs) to promote human-bear relations. Ryan, you want to give him another shot?
1: We can definitely do that. Also, a question just popped up as far as the Ink Master episode. Uh, If I remember correctly, and don't quote me on this, I believe it was Season 5, Episode 5. The artist I had was Taisha
0: Reels. Ah, all right. Uh, and here is the bear stare again.
1: Mm-hmm. He sounds more docile. Maybe he got something to eat.
0: Well, yeah, okay, I can understand that. And how do you do you have any tattoos, bear stare? Hmm, okay, well, I. Well, I I, gr- I agree they shouldn't have tattooed you against your will, but uh, they're just trying to watch out for you. They're, they're park rangers. That's what they do. The hair will grow back. I promise it will. It, it looks cool. I, I, I wouldn't lie to you, man.
1: Hey. Okay, listen, if, if you want it to be more visible, I will come and shave it again. We're okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, excellent, Mr. Mr. Bear. Um, I appreciate you calling me on the topic. Uh, I consider you a bear friend of the show. Thank you, Bear, sir. Thank Bye-bye. Bear, sir, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Our first repeat guest. Yeah, exactly. I like, imagine that. Uh, although I've been told that uh, Pat would be more than happy to do another show with us uh, anytime we like.
1: So. Yeah, that would be awesome. Pat's a great guy. Um, yeah, if we get him back on at some point, maybe sometime around this fight uh, so we can get the information on that. That should be interesting. Two 50 plus 50-plus-year-olds going at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, I'm 46, and I wouldn't even – let's just put it this way. I, I think hit, getting hit would not be good for me.
1: No, I'm, I'm with you. So I'm 37, 36. Okay. This is bad that I don't even know my own age. Um, So I'm 36. I, my last fight that I had was back when I was 25 and like, I have enough trouble getting out of bed as is. I cannot imagine going into a camp, you know, even at my age.
0: Oh yeah. I got to force myself just to do my little workout every day. You know, and that's somewhere between a half hour and an hour. you know, you see these MMA guys doing like, you know, three hour workouts, take a nap, another three hour workout, take a nap and then two hours of training. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't have the energy for that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if I ever had the energy for that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. I have enough for, you know, lifting weights in the morning and then I'm I'm done for the day. Um, Good question popping up here, though. So are you down to do a fight companion at some point Uh, once we actually get live sports again?
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing that. I don't really have any access to, uh, like, I don't have ESPN uh, right now. Although, I guess I could look into getting it if we wanted to do something like that.
1: Well, and I mean, allegedly, there are other ways
0: to watch things. All right, but I wouldn't do anything like allegedly, that. Hey, look, we got a call. You want to you give Mr. Andy a shot? Absolutely. All right, let's go. Andy, welcome to Other Ground Live. Oh, we, I think we lost him. Damn it. I, I guess I didn't hit it quick enough. Andy, call back. We miss you. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, and someone, someone else asked me, we don't, uh, if we only have an hour, we have as much time as we want. But I figure we're shooting for an hour for in most cases. Uh, like if, we, or if we're in the middle of a topic, we're not going to cut it off or anything like that. Or if we have a good guest, we'll go as long as we want. But for generally speaking, if it's just the two of us shooting the shit, you guys are probably tired of us after an hour anyways.
1: I don't know. I think they may want, you know, the
0: third call from from the bear. He's He is, you know. <laughs> we, no, we equals ratings. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we don't want to oversaturate them with bear, you know. It's special because it doesn't happen all the time. Ah, you know? Good point. If, uh, you know, if everyone had a bear friend, it wouldn't be special. Yeah. Touche, my <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, let's uh, let's try to cover one more thing before we get out of here. Uh, let's see, we have covered coronavirus. We covered how much GameStop sucks. Although, uh, if you look, you know what? Never mind. I was going to tell you to look up something, but
1: <laughs> well, so speaking of GameStop, at some point we do need to get Dave on, and we need to talk about his whole GameStop experience and all the the calamity that ensued there. Do you remember this at all? No, I'm sorry. I get distracted. Could you repeat that? Oh. So, I, I <laughs> in regards to GameStop, I think at some point we need
0: to get Dave to call in. I don't know if you remember that threat at all. Do you? Oh no! You know what? I think I came in after that, uh, but I've, I've heard rumors of that. So, I because I, I whenever I see them post, people make GameStop jokes, what was that about?
1: Yeah. So I can roughly paraphrase, right? So like I kind of came in at the the tail end of it as well, but. So this kind of goes back to kind of the pre-order days of GameStop as well. But our friend Dave, who has the AccuTest or whatever company he has, right, um, he made this thread about going to GameStop to get the newest, I think it was like a Call of Duty game. So he gets to GameStop and he asks for it. And of course, you know, he gets the, the rude employee that claims that, hey, we're completely out of stock. But he overhears that this, this employee has one in the back for himself. So Dave being the the big badass that he is now pushes the issue and ends up getting, you know, that copy that was for that employee. And, you know, he walked out smugly and ruined that kid's weekend. So what happened from there is the OG being the complete sociopaths that we are, uh, we're able to track down that GameStop and that employee only to find they had 20 to 30 copies in stock. That employee had no recollection of any of this happening. And we can, you know, we went from there to kind of flame out the rest of
0: Dave's life. Oh, Jesus. You know, um, yeah, he should just know better. I, I, maybe he hadn't been on the OG for long at that point, uh, but you can't lie in the OG. You know, you cannot lie. You, because they will find out every single time. How many times have we seen people like, leave the form in shame just because they tried to lie about something and got caught on it.
1: Oh well, we've had a lot of that lately with like some of the weird GoFundMe's where people would just come up missing and those really weird ones that just scream out like even greater sociopath than the the average OG. And to touch on on Homelander, I don't know if that thread even exists anymore. I think he may have gotten it deleted. Um, I think there might be some other threads out there talking about it though. If you Google um, I believe Dave, GameStop, you know, something along those lines. I think there actually is a link that
0: sends you back to an OG thread. Ah, oh, well, there you go. A little bit of OG history. Oh, yeah, that guy that said he fasted for 41 days. That guy had to be been a troll in the first place. No one would possibly believe that someone could fast for 41 days trying to put that stuff out there. Sometimes it sometimes it amazes me, the, the, the trolls that people use, that they even get any responses at all. I mean, it kind of has reached a point that uh, if someone posts a thread and I don't know who they are, I have to look at the join date. If they've joined within the last six months, I kind of ignore the thread.
1: I'll give it a go until
0: they say something absolutely ridiculous. Right. Well, I mean, I don't mind that like a uh, uh, home slice is a, is a good example. I don't mind his stick. I mean, you know um, I just want to know it's him, you know, don't, don't make a new, you know, uh, account every two or three weeks and keep the same stick up. I want to have the option to click on your thread or not click on your thread. whether or not I'm in the mood for home slice stick. You know, if I'm not in the mood, I don't want to click on it. So if you make a new account every two weeks and I click, you know, click on a thread, not known as you doing your thing, I don't know, pet peeve of mine, I guess.
1: Right. I'm with you it's a good question here let's start with you what what is your favorite thread
0: that you can recall um that's a good question you we actually got a caller let's uh let's welcome the corinthian i'm not sure if i'm saying that right you can tell us one second Welcome, Welcome, welcome sir
2: how you doing today
0: We are doing excellent how you doing sir
2: do i sound okay i don't have a headphone on
0: all right, uh, you don't need a headphone, just don't use speakerphone or anything like that because you'll get a big echo.
2: Gotcha. Hey, uh, it's the Corinthian because I, you know, I used to live in a town called Corinth, so it kind of worked out, but uh, yeah, I'm that guy that fasted for 41 days. Really? I mean, no? I'm sorry, I, I don't
0: mean to call bullshit, but that seems so unlikely.
2: Yeah, I, I did two other ones 40 days in a row, and that, I just wanted to go one extra day to say I beat Jesus and Moses. I want an okay. extra day
0: how does that work i mean because i know you can only supposed to be able to go three weeks i think it is without food isn't it
2: Nah, the longest fast on record is 382 days so i was a fat fuck when i started i just did it mostly for cancer but the weight loss thing is a bonus
0: really so did you not eat anything obviously you had water because you know otherwise we wouldn't be having a conversation um but uh how did that how does that work
2: i just uh i would have my coffee in the morning just black, and, uh, is you can have tea I never did but I just drink water man um, it was it sucked for the first 3 days maybe 4 and then the hunger goes away and then a lot of healing starts and uh, basically it's like the keto diet I'm just living off my own stored fat instead of eating
0: huh
1: so do you do anything as far as like supplementation with that cuz like there are some like minerals and things like that you should definitely be getting right
2: yeah well what i heard from my nutritionist you know i have a lot of scar tissue from old surgeries and And just old dead cells and the first couple times i've been doing this you know he he told me he says look your body's gonna go into autophagy which eats scar tissue and old dead cells and starts creating new stem cells and he said basically you're gonna get all the nutrients you need from your own body so i didn't even worry about it and you know the first one i did um when i got to 40 days i was pretty weak but this one here i did man i stayed at work even i i do transportation and uh you know, I I had all the energy. I just it was just amazing. So you said have you ever, uh,
0: also got-
1: Yeah, so have you ever thought about like documenting this? Like say you do another forty or forty one. Have you ever thought about, you know, kind of like recording the process, maybe throwing it up on YouTube, something like that. I think a lot of people like obviously they hear what you do and the first the first inkling is, Hey, this is probably bullshit. But I think if <laughs> there was something that we could kind of watch along and see what's going on, I think that might be able to help some folks.
2: Yeah, you know, I I was, just, I'm always out on the road, you know, I was just, it was, it's hard to do it, you know, if you're not, you're not driving for 12 hours a day, you know, you're sleeping, right, so, it's, it, you know, if I had a chance to do it where I was just going to be home, I would probably do that, but, you know, I, I it, it's just, for me, it was a health thing, you know, and I got, you know, cancer, and they gave me six months, man, if I didn't do their chemo and their radiation, and uh, I, I told them, with all the side effects and I, I said no thank you I wasn't going to do it I was either going to get healthy by changing my diet or, or go see my father in heaven it was a win win I wasn't worried about dying and uh so that was the great motivator for me man it was it was as anything I want to do now it's just real easy cuz uh the cancer is scary a question so for you you down? said
0: uh, you, oh sorry a question for you you said that you part of this uh, was to lose weight uh, so you said, I imagine you lose a fairly significant amount doing this
2: yeah, this this last one I've lost I lost sixty two pounds, but after about two to three weeks, about eighteen pounds came back on, so that was all water weight.
0: Okay. Do you think that uh, you'd be able to go that long again with the weight loss that you already had?
2: Oh yeah, because yeah, I'm still two hundred ninety pounds, man. <laughs> oh, okay. When this so- whole thing started, man, I was like I was like four hundred eighty pounds. I was a, oh. I was a very uh, morbidly obese and out of shape, and just I was I was dying anyway, so. To okay. Save my life.
0: okay, this makes a lot more sense to me because you hear over and over again that you can't go more than three weeks without food. Well, I obviously that must be for people that aren't carrying extra weight.
2: Well, according to my nutritionist, it said even guys that weigh 180 pounds can fast. I don't know about 40 days. You know, it's 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 all about what kind of healing you want to get done. But, right. You know, for right. The-
0: right. I'm sorry, Ryan. You had a, you were talking with him. Go ahead. I just wanted to interject with that.
1: Oh, yeah, I was just looking for an an update on the health. How are you doing these days?
2: Um, You know, I was supposed to have a PET scan on Monday, but uh, I live in Florida now, and I have to go back to Memphis, and uh, it got canceled because of this coronavirus thing. So every six months I go back because I was in a trial, and, you know, one thing about that, I was in a trial with eight different people there. They gave us that TVEC, you know, the herpes virus. They took all the bad stuff out and just the viral parts so they could shrink the tumors before they uh, did the surgery. And uh, they took 88 lymph nodes out of me, my head neck and chest, and uh, 36 for melanoma. And uh, I had the worst of all eight of our guys that got the injection. And uh, I found out, you know, not too long ago that they all had either chemo or radiation or a combination of both. I'm the last man standing. I'm the only one guy left in this whole thing.
0: Jeez. Well, and what was the, what kind of cancer was it? Melanoma? Oh, melanoma. Okay.
2: Yeah
0: wow well i'm glad you're still around sir
2: yeah you and me both man
0: <laughs> all right well i pre i also appreciate you calling in to defend uh your fasting when i started dogging on it uh, i apologize for that it's just not something i had a lot of knowledge on it didn't sound very believable
2: <laughs> well you know i wouldn't believe it either you know my my brother's on here he's he's a he's a Uh, a a live witness Uh, he's uh, he's on the og he does he's kind of a lurker he's afraid to say anything but uh if you ever see brown money that's my brother i did into my fast at his house and i did my first fast at his house and uh yeah it's uh it's uh, it's a thing
0: you said brown money
2: brown money yeah he's a plumber
0: he gave us 52 cents on our uh first podcast for some reason (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah i don't he's he's always giving money away he's he's very giving
0: he did, yeah. Well, apparently you can. uh Apparently, there's a button you can hit on here to like contribute to the podcast, and he gave the equivalent of fifty two cents. <laughs> wow!
2: Well, don't spend that in one place.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling very rich uh, spiritually. <laughs> now, uh, I, would like I would like to
2: hear again if, if we could get that before you guys hang up today.
0: Oh, uh, one more bear attack!
2: Yeah, I had coffee coming out my nose, man. That, Anything to make you smile these days is awesome.
0: No kidding. Well, man, I appreciate you calling in. That was an interesting story. That's exactly what we need. More people like you on the OG calling us and giving us good stuff like that.
2: Right on. All right. Thank you, all you OG brothers, man. You guys keep me going every day. Right on,
0: brother. You
1: have a good night. Uh, you keep us going, too, man. I appreciate all the right. update. All
0: right. Well, that was cool. Um So, Jay, you down
1: to do a a seven-day fast at some point?
0: No, dude, dude. dude, I eat, like, every two hours. (laughs) Small meals, but I eat, like, something every two hours. You know, I get hungry quickly. I get a little tiny stomach. (laughs) Itty-bitty stomach. And also, apparently, a a bladder the size of a walnut, because I got to pee like a Russian racehorse. Hence me, me, you know, hustling them off the phone, because, you know, I'm ready to be... uh, uh, in the bathroom right now.
1: <laughs> Just get a bucket for in front of your, your chair. You're good. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're going to call this thing a good, uh, call this thing done. Uh, as always, I appreciate you guys, uh, stopping in to listen to us chat here. Um, we're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern standard time. You can always, uh, go ahead and, uh, come back and listen to us then. <laughs> Until then, uh, I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. I am. And this was The Other Ground Live. You guys have a great night.